Hey everybody, welcome to TIW Podcast. I'm Eric, and today I watched WWE Monday Night Raw episode 1348 broadcast on Monday, uh, March 25th, 2019. Uh, Earlier in the day, it was announced that the triple threat for the Women's Raw Women's Championship will be the main event for WrestleMania. Uh, so he opened up the show with Rhonda saying, you're welcome, but then saying something else and then dropping the mic again and then saying something else and dropping the mic. We had a beat the clock challenge uh, with Rhonda, Becky and Charlotte taking on members of the riot squad to see who could win the fastest, which is um, poor riot squad. It's just assumed that none of them would be able to beat beat any of these three. Um, Sarah Logan came kind of close. She came kind of close, but, uh, okay. We started with Rhonda versus Sarah Logan. Uh, Sarah Logan had her in like a clover leaf sort of thing, um, with her, her legs, uh, holding her legs up and Rhonda's face down in the mat. And, uh, but Rhonda made her way. She like clawed her way over to the ropes, climbed up the ropes with her upper body and countered it into like a whole judo throw thing into the arm bar it was really cool that was kind of my favorite wrestling of the entire night so awesome for ronda her time the clock the the counter stopped at 125 i felt like she actually the the match finished at like 123 but anyway uh up next was charlotte uh she took on ruby riots and uh she finally got uh ruby into the figure eight leg lock but ruby was not tapping out and so uh she ran out the clock and charlotte was unable to defeat ruby under in under one minute and 25 seconds uh she's not too happy about that and she kicks becky lynch right in the face oh by the way uh ronda in ronda's match sarah like ran away from her uh a while and that added a lot of time there. The rest of the, Ruby, the, the Riot Squad was like standing in R- Ronda's way. And it's I'd say that, that that added on at least like 10 seconds of where her match would have been. But then again, they also interfered a little bit with Becky's match. But I don't know. I, it could be argued that um, the with without the rest of the Riot Squad in the equation that the match may have, may have gone these two matches may have gone differently because Becky was able to beat Liv Morgan despite having been kicked in the face by Charlotte at the start of the match in one minute and 16 seconds via a roll-up. So Becky wins the beat the beat the clock challenge. And uh, I was joking like before this happened, the, the, these three matches happened. I, I said, it would be kind of funny if all three beat the clock challenge matches happened before the first commercial break and they did this was all contained in the first segment of the show um but it was pretty it was fun i I did i enjoyed it uh then we had finn balor who was going to be in a handicap match why does he keep being in handicap matches against lashley and leo rush but leo is not cleared to compete so instead it is lashley and jinder mahal so we have the Singh brothers at ringside just saying, oh, 
three little guys get, they're going to get messed up at some point, or at least two thirds of them are going to get messed up. Finn is able to, due to miscommunications between the two, uh, the the two guys and their and their little guys. Uh, Finn takes advantage and gets the coup de gras on gender, gets a pin and earns the intercontinental championship match at WrestleMania. Lashley is pissed and kills the Singh brothers, just destroys them and gender. Uh, we have a bunch of segments with Elias in New York in times square. I think it was, um, which is interesting because nothing, no, no WWE stuff is taking place anywhere near times square. We have um, the bulk of it is taking place in Brooklyn. Um, and then we have WrestleMania that day is over <laughs> over in New Jersey. There, nothing WWE is happening in Times Square. What is that, in Manhattan? None of it. None of it's there. There's no WWE stuff there. So, uh, yeah interesting really playing it up playing it up the uh the illusion of 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 new york um but i mean i i haven't been to manhattan um but i have been to um i i was at uh i, I mean brooklyn is awesome i uh, brooklyn is really really cool i really like it um before i went there i thought oh, i'm probably not gonna like it like on paper the idea i talked about this in, during my SummerSlam podcast i think but uh from this last year uh that on paper i i was not expecting to like it at all but actually being there and like walking around every day for almost a week uh, like i i really like this place um so i am excited to be back there um although going to getting to wrestlemania access that seems like it's going to be kind of a pain and of course getting over to new jersey for wrestlemania itself that's also going to be kind of a pain, but um, we'll see how it goes. I'll, I'll, I'll try. It, I'm tempted to just get a, a lift from there, but it's going to be like super expensive to do that. So I'm going to try the whole subway thing. Maybe I don't know. It it might be like uh, anyway. Anyway, uh, Al and Rick take on the revival. Rick wins with the six thirty to. This is Alistair Black and Ricochet. Uh, the 630 sent on to Dash Wilder. It was not a championship match, so the Revivalists are still the champions. Uh, Roman Reigns accepts Drew's challenge from last week's from last week, and uh, but Drew ends up beating him up a lot. Uh, so so backstage, Dean challenges Drew to a last man standing match um, to get him back for doing that to Roman. And also getting back for the um, Falls County Anywhere match that, that Drew absolutely destroyed him in. Um, then we have Sasha versus Natalia, which ends in a disqualification when Nia Jax and Tamina attack. Um, Beth Phoenix just is awesome. It's so awesome. Uh, she destroys Tamina. Um, and uh, that, that uh, threat is effectively fended off. Um, but I, I don't know if it was announced during this or whatnot, but it, I, I missed the announcement whenever it happens, but it's apparently it is confirmed that it'll be a fa fatal four way, um, women's tag team match 
tag team championship match uh, between Sasha Banks and and Bailey, the champions, of course, uh, and Natalia and Beth Phoenix. Um, Naya and Tamina and the Iconics, Peyton Royce and Billy Kay. So that's awesome. That's eight um, women on the card right there. Um, they haven't announced that there will be a women's battle royal. Uh, maybe that will be a last-minute announcement sort of thing. They're, they're waiting until after the women's um, SmackDown Women's Championship match is set. Um, cause there's a lot of people, like a lot of the discussion is like, there's not going to be anybody who can be in that match with how many people are in these other matches. Well, you have NXT people, um, and you have, there are a lot of them that aren't in any matches here. Um, I'm assuming that Mandy, uh, Mandy Rose will win the, the thing to, to get in the match tonight. So, uh, that leaves Carmella, Naomi, and Sonya Deville um, out of that match. And then we also have, um, let's see. So if it's if it's a 20-person match, there's three. And then we have, uh, who else is it? Okay, maybe I'm kind of agreeing with their point. But we have Dana Brooke. We have uh, Mickey James. We have Alexa Bliss, even though she's the host. She probably won't be in it, so never mind her. Um, uh, Alicia Fox, maybe. I don't know what's going on with her. We have Nikki Cross. We have Lacey Evans. We have, um, uh, over from NXT. We have a whole bunch of people. We probably won't have whoever is a champion, but either Shayna or Kyrie or Io. And then a second out of those three. That's 10. And then the rest of the horsewomen. We have Jasmine Duke and Marina Shafir. They could be in there. Candice LeRae could be in there. I mean, it could absolutely be mostly nxt people and i think that's fine if it is um but uh yeah i guess i I guess it does make sense not to have that but having some other some something some other women's match i think there should be um but maybe not i don't know um i'm excited for the tag team match it's gonna be good speaking of alexa bliss a uh, moment of bliss uh, with Braun to kind of uh, broker peace between Colin and Michael from SNL, uh, which ends up with Braun challenging them to be like, he'll still all be good if, they end, if they're in the Battle Royal, which is weird. It's like, that, it's weird how they got there. Because like the, the 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 proposed solution before that was for Braun to pay them back all the money, pay Colin all back all the money for that car. So that's I don't know how it got there from from him paying them back to them being in the the battle royal. That's a weird negotiation. I I, I didn't really follow how it got there, but as we'll see how it happens. Why not have them in the women's battle royal that fills two more spots so they can. <laughs> in there and yeah anyway uh i mean actually we had baron baron corbin versus apollo cruz baron won via the end of days and i realized oh that kind that's kind of fitting for him to retire someone kurt angle with the end of days if baron corbin wins that match um it kind of it, it a lot of it makes sense i know 
I know we're all very unhappy about that being Kurt Angle's last match, but there's parts of it that make a lot of sense. Um, let's see. Seth Rollins and Paul Heyman, they do some talking. Uh, Paul is making fun of millennials. I have thoughts and prayers. That's, that's not the, it's not a generational thing. It's a stupid person thing. Anyway, Seth's response to that is, I'm not asking for thoughts and prayers. I'm here to answer them. Uh, That was awesome. That that was awesome. Um, And it made it worth that whole, the really, the whole Paul Paul Heyman's deal was really annoying. But um, yeah, I'm getting excited for Seth versus Brock just a little bit. Then we had Kurt Angle versus Samoa Joe. Kurt Angle won. And Joe is pissed. This is the second time in the last couple of weeks that Joe has won or that Joe has been defeated in a match. Um, he lost that. Was he the one pin? No, I think Andrade either here or Andrade. I can't remember who was pinned in that match. It was the tag team match. Um, him and him and Andrade against uh, Mysterio and Truth. And uh, they they lost and Joe is pissed and just destroyed everybody else. Um, so the same kind of thing, not, not, not a good, not a good time for Joe, despite being champion, uh, triple H, he has trouble with an envelope before, uh, making a, a nice spice girls joke. And, uh, he's, uh, the letter that he, he's brought with him from Batista's lawyer says that, uh, he wants triple H's career put on the line, and Triple H accepts. So, um, yeah, that was a that was a segment that took up a, a whole lot of time, a whole whole lot of time, and had me worried. Oh, this last man standing match is going to be very very short, um, shorter than you'd expect the last man standing match would to be. Uh, so we had Drew McIntyre versus Dean Ambrose in a last man standing match. Uh, it was about 15 minutes long <laughs> once they actually made their entrances, but, um, oh, it was pretty good. Uh, um, I was not, uh, I was not expecting, or I, I was rooting for Dean to win. Um, but Drew ended up winning and it, that does make sense. It, it makes sense. Um, but, uh, there's some good stuff in there. I, I enjoyed the, um, what was it? The, uh, the the falls count anywhere from a couple of weeks ago. I enjoyed that match more, but uh, this was this was still pretty pretty cool. Um, so, oh, there's the one thing uh, after after Baron Corbin made his entrance, it went to commercial, but I didn't realize it had went to com- had gone to commercial because uh, we saw uh, the glorious entrance of Chad Gable and Bobby Roode. And they just kept smacking each other in the face when they throw their hands out. And it is all kind of goofy. I was like, what's going on? Because it looked exactly like a regular broadcast. And you had uh, Michael Cole and I talking on it uh, just like they normally would. It was a Snickers commercial. And I ended up enjoying it. But it, it confused me for a second because I wasn't. I mean, it was Baron Corbin who just entered the ring for real. And... So I was not really paying attention and yeah. Yeah. Good, good job on tricking me and making that memorable, I guess. Uh, 
um it is pretty it is pretty funny seeing them smack each other in the face and everything but um anyway that's i I think that's that's everything um i didn't really watch anything else yesterday uh that's i started watching krypton but it was kind of not it's kind of just on in the background when i was watching it so i have nothing to say about that really uh aquaman comes comes out this week um so i'll probably watch that again on on blu-ray um and tonight i maybe i'll watch some of smackdown live as it airs um i'm probably going to try to do that um or at least have it on while i'm driving um to listen to what's going on uh because i'm going downtown to see dream theater perform live at the paramount in denver I'm really excited for that. It's going to be awesome. I've never seen Dream Theater live. Um, and uh, yesterday, more early yesterday morning, I saw just like a, a picture of their their album cover or something like that. Uh, it was a post on Facebook. And I thought, huh, I wonder. It was not a targeted ad or anything. I, I mean, it may have been, but it didn't say anything about upcoming shows or anything like that. Um, I, I thought I, I should look up, I should go to their site and see if they're going to be in Denver anytime soon, or uh, maybe I already missed them being here. And I said, they're here tomorrow. That, it didn't say in those words, but I said, Tuesday, March 20, 26th, Paramount Theater, Denver. I'm like, oh my God. Uh, so I go to the website, uh, for the Paramount Theater, buy the tickets. There are only five tickets left. They're all like in the back two rows. Um, there was a group of two and a group of three that were still left. So I, I grabbed one of the tickets from the group of three. And, um, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited. I'll be in the back row in the balcony. But, you know, it's it's music. It's not like they're doing magic tricks and stuff. They want to be up close to see what's going on, right? Um, it's going it, oh, to be so good. Also, probably my ears will be thankful. Even if I forget to take my earplugs, being in the back row... I'm probably not going to suffer as very much here uh, ear damage. So I'll I'll let you know how that concert was, which I'm sure is going to be fantastic. But um, I'll just confirm that in the next episode when I'm talking about SmackDown Live. Um, and uh, so stay tuned for that. And 205 Live. We'll be talking about 205 Live as well. Um, so let me know what you thought about Monday Night Raw. And if you've seen Dream Theater lately, I actually haven't heard their new album yet, so I'm on the fence of whether I should just sit down and listen to it um, this afternoon or just for it just to be a su- su- surprise. Because uh, it's like it's for their new album, but also Scenes from a Memory Part 2. And that's one of my favorite albums of, of theirs is uh, Parts 1 and 2 um it's just oh that that oh that album is so good it's so good with the the hypnotism and all that oh it's so good it's so good go listen to that and go listen to the new one it's probably i'm assuming it's on spotify spotify (laughs) spotify is for music that you don't like and you just want to spit on it spotify Okay, that's it. Uh, tweet me at TIW Podcast. Go to TIWPodcast.com for more reviews. If you enjoyed this episode or anything else on the site, please share some links with your friends. Subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, Spotify, or uh, YouTube, or wherever you listen to podcasts. 
And I'll be back real soon with more TIW Podcast. Thanks for listening. Bye.